Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that takes a look at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Instagram recently had a big update where they added filters on there. So pretty much they're exactly like Snapchat was. I know that you had some articles uh, that you're quoted in recently where you talked about Snapchat. So I want to hear, have your thoughts changed on Snapchat at all? Nah. Because I know that you are bearish. We talked about the 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 um, the stock itself, but I want to talk about your usage of the app. Have you changed about that at all? Yeah, I still don't like Snapchat, man. I think it's overblown, both the stock, the company, the app itself. Look, I think, dude, if I'm if I'm targeting... If I'm targeting under 25 crowd, you know, I'm going to be on it. And I'm a big enough brand that has like household recognition. I'm a fortune 100, fortune 500, maybe like, yeah, I'm going to be doing some stuff on Snapchat. Maybe if I'm a, you know, if I, if I'm in music or something like that and have a really young audience or want a really young audience, I might be on it. But outside of that, dude, I, I have yet to see anything that has convinced me that there is any friggin' value in that app and in that company, both from a stock perspective and from an app perspective. And the more that I have discussions on this, dude, like the less and less and less I like that app. And I just think Facebook is going for the friggin' jugular. And dude, it, it, they can just move so much faster and they're so much more powerful that like it's just it's zero so sum game, man. At any point, are you concerned or have you thought about if Snapchat figures this out? So on the flip side, what has Snapchat done recently? They have this timeless snaps thing, which for me is completely worthless. They've added a few more creativity things. So now you can actually see the color black instead of having to know to go all the way down. But then there's a recent one that was just... Uh, it's not released yet, but it was in the team Snapchat little thing that they send you uh, called group story where Snapchatters in the same location can contribute snaps to the same story in an effort to give more community perspective. They're going to be debuting it this weekend at the electric Daisy carnival. Yeah, but they, so, they did that dude. This is the fucking problem that I have with Snapchat, right? They're just like rehashing crap that they've already done and putting a PR spin on it so that their stock goes back up. Like, dude, they did that in New York like way early on. Like I contributed to New York stories and I got featured in the New York stories like many, many times early, early on when they first started doing it. So like this isn't new. Maybe it's slightly different. It's the well, same so damn thing. Isn't what, it what different? Gonna... So what I saw in what they sent is you could contribute to something as simple as hashtag dogs, hashtag Sunday fun day, things like that, where now you can start grouping it instead of it being just Chicago or New York. Yeah. You could be like, this is all about jerseys and we're going to aggregate that. Okay. But Who cares? I guess with that, are they trying to do a better job of discovery? Is it for yes. the consumers or the creators? Because as a creator, yeah, it's cool if I could put my stuff in hashtag Sunday fun day, but as a consumer, uh, they're just not a very good job of the discovery engine on anything that isn't a large brand. So I feel that that's where Snapchat has certainly failed is in that area. I don't know, man. Like it's, uh, it's very interesting because I think it's more of like the seven seconds of fame for the user. Like, Oh, I got featured on XYZ today. That's cool. But the other question I would have is because when, when they were doing it for the cities, the major cities like New York, when you'd get featured, the only way to know that you got featured was like you would have to check and see like my, 
you know, New York stories. And then you'd see like, oh, I have 90,000 views. Wow. Okay. Clearly I got featured. But the other problem was it with it was at least at the time, if when I would get featured, you couldn't like click my icon or my name and then go see me and then follow me. So it was just like free content for Snapchat, which is cool. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe they've changed that. I, I just don't care enough to honestly look into it. But maybe if they change that to now, I can like follow other people who have maybe, maybe, maybe there's some value there. But again, it's like, it's like too little, too late for me so far. And look, if Snapchat comes out with something that blow, you know, that blows this thing out of the water, that's like super innovative, that all of a sudden, like, oh wow, like their user growth is going up, like, you know, the advertisements are working, and they're starting to really get somewhere. I'll change my tune and I'll jump back over to Snapchat. But I'm talking about right now, this moment, dude. There's nothing that's going on that has impressed me. Quite the opposite. So you nailed the number one thing with Snapchat. It's a lack of discovery. And I lost 75% of my audience literally overnight. One day I looked and then the next day I had 75% left less and it never got back. But Brian, the reason I wanted to bring up this topic is because I've, I have a different tone than you do. I, I enjoy Snapchat more than I do Instagram, but I do Instagram more because there's more of an audience there. Uh, from a creative standpoint, I enjoy Snapchat more. But I've seen a few instances in which brands I didn't expect were on Snapchat. One, uh, there's a place called Plum Market, which is one of those newer grocery stores. They were on there at the cashier checkout. It was, hey, follow us on Snap. I was like, huh, wouldn't expect to see the grocery store. The next instance... Uh, I was actually coming back from the Make-A-Wish charity ball, which was emceed by Uncle Jesse from Full House, uh, which was a completely awesome experience to see Uncle Jesse live. But Uber had a thing where when you're in an Uber for the next 20 minutes, if you push this button, they'll unlock a Snapchat geo filter just for your ride. So seeing those things becoming a little bit more mainstream opened my eyes to what I like most about Snapchat is the relationships that you can build. What I don't feel that Instagram does a good job of is allowing you and I to build this one-on-one connection. On Snapchat, I feel like it's a lot more personal, so I consider it more of an engagement and communication relationship platform where you know me, I know you, we can communicate a lot easier than Instagram, which is less personal. Yeah, I don't know. I just... It's cool. Like, obviously, there's some value there, but it's all. It also comes down to how many freaking platforms do you want to use? Like, at least on Whoa. Instagram, you got. You well, can how many do platforms do you want to use? You consume Grant Cardone's content. You know, you want to be everywhere, right? If yeah. your audience is there, make time, not excuses, Brian. Yeah, dude, but I'm also <laughs> not going to put time into something that gets me zero value. I'm going to put stuff in energy into time that gets me the audience? biggest value. So. Right. It it's it's at some point, value, dude. It's it's disproportionate. It's, it's, it's some point. It's, it's completely disproportionate. And and I'm right. all for not putting all of your ba- you know, eggs in one basket. Like you know, look what happened with um, uh, Vine, right? Like anyone who's just on Vine had millions of followers now has zero. Like that sucks. But at the same time. Like at some point you actually have to spend the time, energy and money and say like, okay, am I really, am I really going to spend all this time, energy and money? And my time is money on all of these different platforms or am I going to pick the ones that that work the best with my audience and what I'm trying to accomplish and my goals and I say that the the secondary version of that is the most important I'm not saying to completely abandon it and again I'll change my tune if Snapchat does something that really is innovative and convinces me otherwise but in the meantime dude I'm not posting anything on Snapchat my audience isn't there I get low engagement on Instagram stories I'm killing it I'm gonna put my energy there 
action item for you, the listener. What are your thoughts on Snapchat? Has it improved over the last month, or are you are you still all in on Instagram? Ungo to bold.so slash SMH poll. Again, that's bold.so slash SMH poll and fill that thing out. Let us know what you think about about the show, how we can make it better, and win a chance to be on an episode of Sports Marketing Huddle in the next few weeks. As always, thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the Sports Marketing Huddle on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher.